Welcome to season three of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Braden, your host. Super excited for this episode. Uh, we took a break last week, um, and so now we're back better than ever. We got an amazing guest on this episode. He's super cool. His name is Mark Wells. Everybody give it up for Mark Wells. Woohoo! <laughs> no, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Like, this podcast has a lot of chatter, I suppose, behind it. I mean, okay. uh, I've heard... Uh, among young adults, even youth, and even parents of some of those youth. So I, I'm I'm really honored to be a part of it. So nice. thanks for asking me on. Of course, yeah. I love that. I love chatter. That's chatter, happening. indeed, it's, it's spreading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited to have you on. First time on the podcast. That's true. Um, you got any like, what, what does it feel? First time? Like, have mm. you ever recorded a podcast before? Uh, it's uh, once. Okay. Yes, you got a little experience. I mean. <laughs> It was about car wash chemicals. Oh. So it's probably a little different than this <laughs> Just one. Just a tad. And that was on Zoom because it was right in the middle of mm. the pandemic. So you so didn't get the full experience. I, yeah, I never got to look someone in the face like, mm-hmm. me and you are, are <laughs> quite close right now. I know the viewers, the listeners can't see that because yeah. they're not also viewers, but we're dangerously close to each other. A little bit, yeah. That <laughs> is unsettling. <laughs> uh, so Mark, tell us who you are for the people that don't know don't know you give us a little flyby of who you are you know what you do um what you like to do for fun i don't know your family sure what you got i am currently the elementary kids director here at faith church and uh that's what i do uh, during the day and also on sundays i have a family i have a wife two children a 12 year old and an 11 year old so right in the middle of that elementary, mm. you know, junior high area, uh, we'll see what happens there. That's that's pretty it's wild about to times. Get exciting. It's wild times. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Um, I also do a lot of theater on the side. I have mm. a theater degree with nice. a, a concentration in stage combat. Oh wow! So uh, anytime so I get that, a chance, does that mean you can you can fight or you can just oh I can fake just make fight. it look like I can <laughs> fight? Yeah, can't fight at all. I'll lose a battle every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bleed on people, but nice. no, I can make it look good. Mm. Yeah, that's for other cool. people yeah. and myself. But, um, but yeah, that's that is so. Any chance, anytime I get a chance to do that, mm-hmm. I I try to do that at the local theaters or wherever. So nice. That's what I'm doing now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How is it uh, leading them kids, kids ministry? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, pretty I mean, cool. I haven't been doing it very long. Mm-hmm. This is a relatively new job for me, but it is incredible. I mean, I, I guess technically I've been doing it for a while as a volunteer, but mm-hmm. but now uh, it's, you know, still right there with just God pouring out his blessing on it and mm-hmm. favor and, you know, giving me more passion for it even, even now. So yeah. it's really exciting. Like, Sweet. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's Mark Wells, professor in stage comp, mm-hmm. professional, not Prof- professor. He's <laughs> He could be a professor because he's a professional. Yeah, well, you know, why not? In stage combat. That's pretty cool. Um, I need to see you like in a 
in a show. You should. Are you you got one coming up? I have up nothing soon? coming up. Okay. No. Well, you let me know. I will. And I will be there. The last one I did was a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in Sherlock Holmes. Oh. I know. Were you Sherlock Holmes? I was not. <laughs> I was a minor character, but I did get to choreograph a fight between Sherlock and the main villain. Oh, so that's that pretty cool. really cool. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a fun time. That was exciting. Uh, not my expertise. Um, Sherlock or fighting? F- both. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I have seen the Sherlock Holmes movies. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, acting. Yeah. Not, I mean, I feel like if I worked on it, I could probably be somewhat i've seen you do some things i feel like i feel like you've got real raw talent (laughs) you've seen a lot you've seen some crazy things that's for sure well that's mark wells for you um if you don't know mark you need to meet him because he's super cool uh super fun to to talk with and now i get to record a podcast with uh, so excited to to hear what you got to say um about what we're going to talk about we even got into it just a tad bit right there um I'm still going to keep it a secret because they don't completely know. Mm. Um, but before we get into the... They think it's about fight choreography right maybe. now. They think it's about stage combat. That's, that's could be what the it is. The mystery of it. They'll never know. Who knows? Except in Hopefully like five minutes, know, then yeah. they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into it, always got to ask the icebreaker question. Okay. And it's always a would you rather. Right? We're breaking the ice right uh, now. I'm nervous about it. What if I get this one wrong? Um, well, we'll just have to cut the episode okay, short great. right when you get it wrong. As soon as you, as soon as I know you're getting it wrong, <laughs> end. Uh, just kidding. So, I did hours of research mm-hmm. on which would you rather question. Ah, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> um, to ask you, and this is one that I landed on. Okay. Maybe good. May not be good. I'm ready. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life? Both of them. Okay. That's together. Right. That's one thing. So no type of controlling Modern, the temperature right. inside. Modern um, climate control. Yes. Okay. Or give up the internet for the rest of Ooh, your life. Fascinating. Mm. Huh. So internet or climate control okay. inside right. buildings. It's like initially you're starting to think, should I give up comfort or a necessity? Because you automatically think that internet's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do loathe the internet sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's um, like I wish I didn't have a phone and then I didn't have to carry it around all the time. And it just it consumes so much time. I feel mm-hmm. like you might be more productive without the internet, but at the same time, you, 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 you have to have it to be productive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, final answer. <laughs> I am going to give up the internet Mm, yeah nice yeah i know that's crazy that it is i feel like either one though is kind of crazy i mean climate control is nice it's probably it seems like it's just all about comfort Mm -hmm. but i think if i didn't have the internet i could live a much more simple life you could and of course this podcast wouldn't happen (laughs) and so i'm sorry for all of you guys out there but uh i think that's what i go with internet i like it yeah um i love some ac and some heating Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this Alabama weather when it gets hot. I don't know. I I mean, I, I commend you for your answer. Um, it's tough. Because this is a very tough one. Very different things. Like, Have you cultivated your own answer to that question? No. No. I am. I mm. have been. You don't have to, do as you? Soon You're as, the host. Well, I don't have to, but I like to. Okay, good. Um, I have been cultivating the answer as soon as you started answering. Okay. Have ready. I come to a conclusion? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, oh man, 
I'd probably have to give up the air conditioning and heating. Yeah. Um, just because it's not like I'm, we're giving up. Not everybody's giving up the internet. Right. It's just It'd me. Just be you. So I'd be where I am right there with you. I'd love to live a simple life, you know, know. not have my phone. It'd be fantastic. You but I don't know what a, I would do. Well, I'd have a phone, but not a phone. like a smartphone. Technically, you could still operate on like a landline. That's true. And dial up. You could just dial up things. But hmm. I'd be very behind in That's true. life. I don't know if I'd be able to do my job. Hmm. I could. There'd be a lot more face-to-face, person-to-person interaction. Yes. And phone calls. That's true. I like that. nothing else. I do. Which would be cool. But I think uh, I think I like TikTok too much. I think mm. I like being able to answer or ask any question on the internet, find the answer, mm-hmm. do some research. Um, like I if really you enjoy to doing look that. up a would you rather question, you know, if you want to research I can that do for it. a few hours, then you can do it. Couldn't do it without the internet. That's true. You certainly could come and up with yourself. Where the air conditioning and heating is fantastic, um, I think I would just have to find a way to keep cool and keep warm some other way all right go for it um so i'd have to give up the ac and heating which i already kind of give up heating because in the winter i don't turn my heat on to save money until it's like no until it's like really really cold so you're dying yeah Yeah. then i turn it on then i come back to life (laughs) i got you and the room that we're in right now does not currently have any ac no it's and it's getting toasty it is getting warm um could be a lot worse though yeah uh, but yeah, I think I'd have to. I'd have to keep the internet. All right. Um, I mean, I respect that. Yeah. Maybe it, it's not what I would choose, but I respect that answer. It's a hard question. Yeah, it is a tough Either way. Yeah. Um, so, I like that we both. You know, you, I love your answer. Sure. I mean, I'm glad that you were able to come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't do it myself. <laughs> uh, so, what would you guys do? Give up AC and heating, or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Whenever we post this on our Instagram, comment on it and tell us what you'd give up because it's a tough question. I um, hope you guys do. I hope you guys do answer that question because I really want to know. I want to tough. know what everyone would say. Yeah, because it's like, internet's like, oh, us young people, we got to have the internet, I which I know is what I chose. Right. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if that is the case. I know. So, it's I don't know. I, I'm gonna be sweating and I'm gonna be really cold, but I'm gonna be able to be on the internet. <laughs> I'm just gonna be comfortably <laughs> reading the newspaper. <laughs> I feel like that suits you. <laughs> all right. Well, we did not come here to talk about air conditioning and heating all day. Or the internet. No. Um, came to talk about something different. So we we like hinted at it a little bit with what I asked, but it's not nobody would have known. Mm. Um, so Mark, you recently started this job at church, started yes. um, in kids ministry. Um, and so this is kind of, we're going to talk about uh, kind of just career change, jobs, and just kind of transition in life, because I feel like that's something that obviously you just kind of went through um, a little while ago. So um, kind of first question I have for, for you, for us, uh, for the listeners, how do you know it's time for transition in a job or in a career or maybe not time for transition? Sure. I mean, that's a good question. I feel like I can only speak to, I suppose, my own experience, you Mm -hmm. know, and and it may not be the same for everybody, but you know, if you're trusting, if you're following the Lord, then I think it'll, it'll look similar. I think it would be, you know, a similar experience because he's ultimately going to guide you and direct you. But I know for me, I was in a a job that I considered a career. um, And I kind of mentioned earlier, I was in the car wash chemical business Mm. um, and pretty much just kind of felt like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I've worked my way up to it. Uh, You know, I've, I was probably a career that I can have for a while. 
but eventually there became some sort of restlessness in that uh, and not a not a misery you know i don't want to i don't want to say that people should get miserable in their jobs or mm-hmm. or that you know they should get to where they hate their job in any way but there was a restlessness there that i felt like hey something's changing something's different i'm i'm not it's not even that it's not satisfying is that i just felt like there might be something different and didn't really even know what that was didn't even really know that that would be a ministry job but ultimately an opportunity came into an area that i was already kind of plugged into into the kids ministry Mm -hmm. i was already serving already volunteering um and the opportunity arose in that area and you've just got to pray about it i mean Mm -hmm. with the restlessness that was already there from the previousness and the from the previous job and then an opportunity a door as you know we like to call it there's a door and you can open it or walk through it that's Mm -hmm. kind of the Christian-y thing to say, I suppose. (laughs) It was presented, and through much prayer, I felt like the peace was there to just walk through that door and Mm -hmm. and take that that chance, take that leap of faith, really. That's awesome. Um, So would you say, was it like, was that pretty tough to... Was it a leap of faith? Like, were you, like, kind of worried about, like, the the transition? For sure, yeah. Um, Though there was a peace in taking that position, it still is... A leap of faith. I yeah. mean, and I think any major change would be, uh, whether it's from the secular world to the ministry or just in in the secular world or in any type of ministry job. I mean, change is tough for mm-hmm. most people. So yeah. if you're going to make a large change that not only affects you, but it would affect my family as mm-hmm. well. I mean, this yeah. is something we're going to do together. Mm-hmm. Then it is a leap of faith. It yeah. is something you've really got to be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to trust God that he's still going to take care of me, still going to provide. And there's no reason that he shouldn't, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah. he was already doing it, so it's not like that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you, you still are, are going to be nervous about it. And yeah. that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to have the doubts or have the nervousness about it, but ultimately if that doesn't, uh, you know, seep into how much you're trusting the Lord with it and willing to just give up and give just give him a go with whatever he wants to do with you, then I think that's okay to just kind of have that that restlessness, that mm-hmm. nervousness. So would you say that, um, like, I, th- I think you kind of mentioned, like, it wasn't like dissatisfaction in your job, but like you kind of felt like there was a transition coming, like mm-hmm. before the opportunity arose, or was it the opportunity arose and then you kind of were feeling that like, hey, this transition should take place? Yeah, for me, I felt like there was a restlessness even before the opportunity okay. came up. Yeah, yeah. I, almost like God was releasing me from mm-hmm. this job not not necessarily that it was a burden in any way, but I felt like he was kind of lifting me off of that. Yeah. Like I said, the, the job that I was in was I was ready to make it a career. I was high up in management, so mm-hmm. there was a lot of responsibility on my shoulders for it. And yeah. I felt like throughout that, the months leading up to that, or maybe even closer to a year leading up to this opportunity, he was kind of releasing that burden from me and saying, hey, it's, it's going to be okay mm-hmm. if you need to do something else. It's yeah. going to be okay if a transition comes, you mm-hmm. know, prepare yourself for something. Again, didn't know it was ministry related, but yeah. some sort of transition that he was already preparing me for. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 readiness only comes if you're willing to be ready. And I don't mean to like, I don't mean mean to tout myself, you know, up or you know make myself look like a super amazing Christian or whatever, but. I was ready. I did tell God every step of the way, I'm ready for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't want to 
go to Africa, you know, <laughs> yeah. and do be a missionary, but I will if that's what you want for mm-hmm. me. So every step of the way, I'm just like, whatever you want me to do, yeah, I'm willing to do it. And this ultimately is what he had for me. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. So yeah, I think um, definitely like if, you know, if you're listening to this and you feel like transition, you want to transition or that that's happening. I feel like God, if God is wanting you to transition, I think that something like that will happen where he's, he's obviously preparing you for mm-hmm. something. Um, I think there can be abrupt transitions, but I think that comes with something happening usually. Right. Um, but I think if, you know, you're just satisfied and happy, like God can always change the course. And yeah. it, obviously if you're willing, he definitely probably will. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I like that, that you felt like, man, God was releasing you even before the opportunity came. Like he was, he was prepping you and priming you to like be ready to say yes. Definitely. Cause if, if he doesn't do anything and like the opportunity arises, you may be like, oh, well, yeah, like, no, no, I'm good where I'm at. Right. But like, you know, God, I think intervened and gave you kind of just a sense of like, you're already willing to do anything. And now it's, he's mm-hmm. given you this feeling of like, oh, something like something could, yeah. could happen. It and, won't make sense yeah. if you're not ready, mm-hmm. you know, and, and once you prepare yourself for, I mean, once you ready yourself and you let him know, mm-hmm. I'll do whatever then when he does put an opportunity in front of you, it makes sense, yeah. you know, and not saying it's not, it's an easy decision, yeah, but it does make sense. Mm-hmm. And, but if you're not even looking at that, if you're not even in communion with God in any way, or, you know, mm-hmm. caring really what he has for you in life or what the purpose he set out for you, if you just aren't caring, then when those decisions come up, they're going to be a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot harder to, to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're kind of getting into the rest of the conversation just naturally. Um, how would how would you say, like, the transition from the—so your job was, like, a, it was a secular job, like it wasn't right. in ministry or anything. Um, what was that like, transitioning from a, a job like that to working at a church full-time and doing ministry? Because you are—I mean, you're going to speak to that. You were volunteering, but, like, what's the—what yeah. did that look like? Um, for me, I would say seamless because it's like, okay, you bounce from a job to a job, and you say, all right, I've got responsibilities at this job. Now I'm going to have responsibilities at this new job. It's mm-hmm. in the ministry, but ultimately there's still responsibilities there. And if you're willing to take on whatever God has for you, then you should be able to kind of seamlessly transition. Mm-hmm. But seamlessly doesn't mean, again, that it'll just be super easy. It's still having to figure out all new things, yeah. you know? Um, it's still having to learn new systems and new things that the place you work for wants you to want you to do. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as it being in ministry, that's kind of the icing on the cake of it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I had a job. Now I have another job, but I also get to dedicate a lot more time to ministry. Mm -hmm. I get to dedicate a lot more time to people, um, that, and that, and that time is, is, is set out for me from my job. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the ministry part of it or the dedicating your dedicating what you want to, the ministry part of it or dedicating, how you want to show people Jesus, I suppose, doesn't necessarily change because mm-hmm. you should be doing ministry in whatever job you're in. You should yeah. be ministering to people's lives. You should be, you know, showing them what a picture of Jesus is. So I was doing that even in a secular job, mm-hmm. but now 
the job itself, the company I work for, lends me that extra time to do that too. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm not only getting to do it and getting to do it more, but they are they're basically saying, Hey, we welcome this mm-hmm. as as something we want you to do. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's how at least my transition from one to the other mm-hmm. has been. Yeah. Which I think that's that's like a that's very good <laughs> like yeah that, i don't know if everybody would have a transition like that but the i feel like the mindset and the heart that you have like you are already doing ministry without with or without the the full-time job at a church like and so i think some people may not be doing that and maybe they think they want to go work at a church or whatever right. and it's going to be a lot harder transition sure. for them because so much more is going to change but like you mentioned earlier like you were volunteering in the kids ministry every Sunday mm-hmm. or I'm mean, just about like, and yeah. you had responsibility, like you weren't just like coming in and like checking in people, right. but like you were on stage, you were, you know, in with the kids and yeah. doing things. And so you had a lot of experience already doing the job you're doing, but yeah. now you just, like you said, get more time to do it. Now you don't have to go to this job or like you're getting compensated for mm-hmm. being able to just do it all the time and right. giving your all to it. Um, but I think what the, the transition helps their transition transition is good because you are already doing I the ministry with your free time. I agree, and that and doing the ministry on both ends in a way, mm-hmm. it just makes it. It's going to make it a lot more seamless. So if there is anyone you know out there, if there's anyone listening who is in a secular job and maybe is looking at going into ministry or feels like that's something they want to do, it's a lot easier to do if you're already doing the ministry in your secular job, but mm-hmm. also already volunteering your time in ministry somehow. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's kind of a bloom where you're planted kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And these are the areas that I was in and I just went for it in those areas. And then ultimately God opened up a door for me to go through yeah. where I could do it full time. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That was spot on right there. Um, anything you want to add to, to doing, which I guess you just really answered that, how you transition well, um, really even from job to job, like not even talking ministry, um, just in a a big transition, like any tips on how to, how to do that well? Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of, kind of what I just said, but Mm -hmm. if it's something you want to do, then go ahead and do it, Mm -hmm. you know, just do it for free. And I know you'll see magazine articles or whatever, Mm -hmm. internet articles, I suppose (laughs) now, you know, but, uh, you'll see articles where people say, just go ahead and do what you love so that, you know, you can get good at it and the opportunities will come up. But that's true. Mm -hmm. If you want to do ministry, go do ministry. If you want to do another type of job, go work in that job on your own time or go Mm -hmm. study about it, go learn about it, go get better at that. Mm. Then when the opportunity comes, when God throws the opportunity at you, you're much more ready to be like, okay, I'm ready. I can go do it. I'm ready. It's, Mm -hmm. It's easy. Yeah, I like that. So, I mean, it's throwing the responsibility on us a little bit, the preparation mm-hmm. um, for it. Because I think sometimes we want things just handed to us. I know I've been in that scenario. Yeah. Like, I just, man, I just, this job is just going to come and I'm going to be ready. Right. Um, but it's like, well, no, God's not going to give you the opportunity if you're not ready for it. <laughs> like, he's no. not going to, why why, why would you do that? I know. If you haven't put in any work, if you haven't given your time, like, I mean, I think God blesses us. I think God takes care of us. For sure. Um, but he's going to, he gives us what we need, not, right. not like, not everything we want. Um, cause 
we'd explode. We'd blow up if we got everything we wanted or we right. think we wanted. <laughs> yeah, well, that we think we want, um, yeah. But yeah, I think that, that, that preparation, like if you're wanting transition, do something about it like mm-hmm. to prepare for it, even if there's no opportunity that is in exactly. front of you. Exactly, yeah. Um, but I think, you know, if you get ready, you tell God you're willing, like you said, and then you just go do it, whether mm-hmm. or not you're getting paid or you have the just the dream job right like you're not going to get the dream job opportunity right then like you're going to have to you might have to go find something that leads to that right um so yeah but i i love that i think the man the the way that you live your life like the way that you were living your life and it's still how you live your life but it's you are doing what you do already yeah (laughs) and and loving it and doing it well i appreciate that but that's true you've got to you've got to go live the way that you want to live and god'll god'll make the pathways there for you to do that mm-hmm. i mean that's ultimately what it comes down to yeah. you put the work in but god's always ready to give you the opportunities if you if you are ready for that mm-hmm. yeah. um so has this transition been challenging for you have you run into anything that's like that's been difficult maybe with your family or just with the job um or has it been just yeah um it's not, uh, yeah, it's not just completely smooth sailing. Yeah. I mean, I've had to fight my own inner, inner battles mm-hmm. with not feeling good enough. You mm-hmm. know, you know, yeah. you come into something new mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you come into something new and you used to know everything mm. and now you feel like you don't know, you don't have all the answers. Yeah. And so that's kind of how the transition how the the pitfalls of the transition have been because I'll get down on myself like why well, don't I already know this but mm-hmm. you know ultimately that's just the that's just Satan telling me lies about myself that I'm yeah. not good enough for it and mm-hmm. God's gotta you know put that reminder back in me that hey I called you to do this mm. uh, this is where I placed you so I'm going to equip you for it yeah keep putting in the work and preparing yourself and I'll make you equipped for it mm. and so. I've had those battles, those struggles to just not feeling like I should be doing it, mm-hmm. but then God's got to keep me in check a bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. for sure. I'm, I've been right there with you, too, because, I mean, I feel like whenever, you know, we get in these positions, like, I mean, you knew you were volunteering, you were killing it. You were probably one of the best volunteers. Like, you knew your role, you knew what you are doing, and then in your job, you knew what you were doing. You mm-hmm. had moved your way up, and, like, you were probably one of the, like, you weren't a newbie in that and so you go from all that of like experience and knowing what you're doing, knowing where you're at, and now you're thrown into something new, and you're like, nah, I got to restart. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely going to bring feelings of, of just inadequacy yeah, and, sure. and not you know being uh, unqualified and all that. And that that's stuff I've still deal with. And because at least you're like have some life experience. Like <laughs> I'm not only new in like ministry, but also like young or like I haven't even just I haven't lived a yeah. ton of life. And so I'm. Like how how did this happen so quickly? Yeah, like, like why it, am I here? Yeah, but yeah. I know it's God. Like it was God that opened up the yeah, opportunities sure. and the doors and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean challenges are gonna happen. Do you, would you? So what would you say? Maybe somebody is transitioning, and maybe they're facing a lot of challenges. Um, do they give up, or should they keep? You know, like it, maybe they have transitioned and it's not what they thought, or it's just really hard. Um, what would you say to the yeah, person that's um, for sure? They should totally just give up right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, of course not. I mean, that's you know, if they've been following God, mm-hmm. if they've been trusting God, 
and this is where God put them. If God opened up this pathway and they walked through it, then this is exactly where God wants them to be. So mm-hmm. any sort of any sort of doubt or or feelings of inadequacy, like you said, are not going to be from Him. Mm-hmm. But I know they're going to come. Yeah. So ultimately, my encouragement to anyone out there is is go ahead and just take a minute to recognize that hey, it's okay for this to be difficult. Yeah, like it is. Mm-hmm you're fine, even though it is hard, even though you are overwhelmed, like that's an okay place to be in. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you're doing something wrong because you're overwhelmed. Mm. Just take a minute, realize that that's okay, and know that God will be there to help you. Know that just give it a little bit of time, keep praying, keep going through it, put in the work for it, and God's still going to pull you through it. Mm -hmm. God's got you, but don't feel like it's just got to be like, oh, I it's a struggle and it shouldn't be a struggle right now. Yeah. So something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's okay. It's okay to struggle a little mm-hmm. bit and then he'll show you some vision. He'll show you some clarity. He'll show you where he wants you to go. Just like he did to get you in that position. Mm-hmm. So he, he's right there with you. Just, yeah. Just don't get discouraged. For sure. I agree. I think, I think there's like kind of a line of like, I mean, if, if you're miserable and things are just going wrong left and right and you're like, this was the wrong decision. Like, I think if you come to that conclusion, like, okay, maybe it was, maybe it, Maybe the Lord was leading you to just this point to realize it's not what you wanted, yeah. or maybe you made the decision on your own. And like, if everything is going wrong and it's just like, it's not like challenging, but it's just like things are falling apart. Maybe you need to retrack and see, yeah. you know, where you went wrong, where the decision, maybe you need to go back. Maybe it's something else. Yeah. But then I think also sometimes we look for stuff to like cop out almost. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is really hard. This is harder than I thought it'd be. Or, man, I can't do this. Or like maybe a few things do go wrong. Maybe right. it's not just like feelings of being unqualified, but like you do something wrong or yeah, you mess, you mess up. up yeah. yeah. It's like, man, maybe I wasn't supposed to do this. I made the wrong decision. And then this whole, all this doubt comes in. Right. And I'm like, a lot of that comes from just ourself. Like yeah. it, and I don't think nothing's going to be rainbows and glitter and just right. an easy coast to it. Cause I mean, that's just not how, how things are. Um, and so I think, even if it's something God called you to, there's still going to be, like you said, there's still going to be challenges. That's right. just, challenges sure. are always going to be course. in our way. And I think that's a way for us to grow and get better, like at whatever it is you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so I would say sometimes, even me, I'm like, man, this this didn't go well, or I did this wrong, or I don't know how to do this, or this is too much. I'm like, I just need to stop and right. do something yeah. else. This isn't <laughs> what I should have done. And it's like, like, no, those things are just challenges that we have to overcome and things mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. Because a lot of those things I deal with at a, another job. Oh, for <laughs> like sure. It's not yeah. like there's one job that it's like there's ever, there's never problems. I don't even think that's even with just a job. There's nothing in this world yeah. that's going to just be everything's, you know, rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. It's not. So mm-hmm. know that it's okay mm-hmm. when it is kind of tough. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you went from um, kind of a secular job to a ministry job at a church. Um, I think... I think working at a church ministry is becoming like more attractive, mm-hmm. like in this kind of this generation. Um, should everybody leave their job they're in, like their secular job, to go do ministry or full time or work at a church full time? Um, I can see where it would be attractive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is attractive. So because I love it, uh, you know, we'll have staff meetings mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, everyone who works here, yeah, and. You know, we end up singing praise songs at the mm-hmm. end of it, and I just think, oh my goodness, how I get to do this at yeah. work. You know, I've mm-hmm. worked a job where I've tried to 
implement various times of even prayer or whatever within some meetings, and mm-hmm. that just doesn't go over very well a lot of yeah. times in the <laughs> secular world. But, um, you know, I get so excited when we do have those meetings here because, wow, I get to just praise God in the middle of my work day. Mm. How cool is that? So I can yeah. see where that would be attractive, mm-hmm. and, it, and it is. But do I think that's for everybody? And absolutely not. Do mm. I think everyone should just try to go go after that? No. Um, I think that God calls you to ministry in everywhere that you are. And mm. I kind of already said that a little yeah. bit, but even I think it was um, in the I think it was the Corinthians. I think Paul said to the Corinthians uh, that you should just remain where you are. I think Mm. it's in chapter seven somewhere, Mm -hmm. but um, just kind of remain in the position that you're in when God called you because he was speaking to a bunch of new Christians at the time. And I think Mm -hmm. there was an eagerness to kind of just jump out and do things and make drastic changes. Um, And he was basically like, that's okay. Just hang out where you are. Um, You know, whether they were a blacksmith or a stonemason or whatever, you know (laughs) what I mean? Just, just hang out do ministry in the position that you're in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to remember that it doesn't need to be ministry in a church or ministry on a mission field yeah. or whatever. It needs to be ministry with the people that you're around mm. right now. Mm-hmm. And there will be some who need to go work for a church or need mm-hmm. to go on the mission field or the foreign mission field or whatever. But really, all the people that are around you right now mm-hmm. need to hear about Jesus. Yeah. And that's important. Like mm-hmm. They need you. They need your light that you have to share. They need the talent that you have in the job that you have, working with those people, knowing how to talk to them, knowing their ins and their outs and their daily lives and what you know lifts them up and what makes them sad. And mm-hmm. they need to hear from you. So yeah. don't just walk away from that and think that you're supposed to be doing something else or that you're, that you're not living up to what God wants you to do because you're not full-time ministry, quote-unquote. Mm, yeah. There's air sure. quotes, but people can see that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so good. I think um, people kind of lose the just the sense of, like, they just have this picture of, like, oh, full-time ministry is, like, that's your job. Like, that mm-hmm. you're only in full-time ministry if you're getting paid to do full-time ministry. Right. Um, and we, I feel like us as humans have kind of created that divide of, like, there's the secular world of jobs and then there's full-time ministry. And like, I mean, you don't really see that in the, in the Bible. There's like a little bit of like, but even Paul, like he did, he had to make money. And so there was things he did, yeah. you know, tent making and things like that, but he was in full-time ministry and like he, but right. so I think even like you said, like if you're in a, whatever job you're at, if you work in an office, if you work at, I don't know, Publix, if yeah. you're like wherever you're at, you're doing, you can do full-time ministry, whether or not you're activating, like if you're active in full-time ministry is up to you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like it's that's true. however much you want to do it. And yeah. so, man, it, it's how you live your life. It's how you, the coworkers at Publix need to mm-hmm. know about Jesus, like you said. And so I think, man, even Paul says it in the word, like we are all a part of the body. Like we all need each other. Right. And so we need people that do work at a church and, and lead the church, um, with like that's all they do but right. then you also need the the congregation you need the people that come to the church you need the people that volunteer their time the people that are out in the world because like if i'm if i work at the church there's only so many people i can i can really connect with and, and kind of and disciple yeah, and for sure and just be with but then all of them i don't have the same influence that everybody has that comes to the church like you have your own influence right. in your sphere of wherever you're at for sure and so i think where like you said i think some people yeah that god might call you to 
to go to the mission field in Russia, or God, sure. if that's even possible. Yeah. <laughs> God may call you to work at a church. God may call you to start your own ministry or your mm-hmm. own business that you know does some sort of ministry, like right, whatever sure. it is, like a charity. What? But I also think we've got this idea that it's like if we're not in a ministry position or if we're not doing something like just super high up, like we're unsuccessful. Yeah. And I just don't think that's true because it just doesn't like in the word, it's not like, Oh, if you don't, if you're not high up in management, like, Oh, you're just worthless. Like that's just not true. Like if you have, if you just have a whatever job, like, and you enjoy it, that's the thing. Like if you want out, if you don't want to be there, like that's another thing. Like you look for a job that maybe you would enjoy, but if it's something you enjoy and it's like not like a you're not a lawyer or a doctor like that's right that's totally fine you can still there's, save lives <laughs> there's not this ladder of success in mm. god's eyes yeah. there's not you know these human constructs of jobs that we have here god wasn't just like okay these are more important than mm. the others like yeah. I, he's you know he's not just looking like i realize you guys made up these jobs mm-hmm. to do to create cars and then have car wash chemicals that need to clean them like you know and that's a very important job that i you know that's not what god's not looking at all of that like there's levels of importance Mm. of the jobs he's looking at it like what did you do with any of the time that Mm. i gave you did you minister to the people around you no Mm -hmm. matter where you were yeah and i think that's that's what's most important with ministry is using using the time for that purpose Mm mm-hmm for sure. And so this next question that I had, we're, we basically answered it. I think we can talk a little further about it, but it's for the people that maybe they found their career, they found their job, and they're cool with staying in it forever. Um, I think that's fantastic. I yeah. think people do that, and that's great. I think some people think you have to move up or you have to go yeah. from one job to a better job to a better job. Or like there's always – there has to be – you have to just climb the ladder, even though there's right. not a ladder like in God's eyes. But we feel like in this world like, oh, you can't just stay at a – junior associate position forever like you have to move up to manager or or maybe like or a higher salary job somebody else offers you like i think there's some people that they find their thing and they're cool with it but then there's people that they're doing something and they feel like they need to do more they need to move up um so what would you say to the person that either a is they've they've found their one job or career and they're they're enjoying it and great and fine with that like Mm -hmm just kind of speak to them how can they steward that well and then also somebody who they are going to stay in that same job or career but they feel like they shouldn't or feel like they should do more yeah if that makes sense yeah i mean the first person obviously it's it's totally great to find your place Mm -hmm. and and just hang out there it is i mean if you have a drive and a passion to move up or, or whatever then i think that's definitely something to 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 try to attain to like mm-hmm. I, like I mentioned earlier if there's something you feel like you want to do and you're passionate about it go study it go learn it go mm-hmm. try to do it on your own I think that's good but also if you're just in that one place and you found it that's good too because those companies the whatever place you're in like needs that mm-hmm. it's okay to be a servant in a way in that role in that aspect um, there's a huge, you know, push for entrepreneurship nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, to go start your own business. No, you know, be, go be your own boss or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and that is really cool. Yeah. But it's also really cool to be the person behind that person that makes it happen. Yeah. Like, to make that run for mm-hmm. that person and ultimately showing them, Hey, I can, 
I can work for you and make your dreams come alive. Mm. And I think that's, that's good to do. Uh, it's, it's an, it's an act of servanthood in a way to mm-hmm. say, I would love to help you with your own dreams and your passions. And that's, that's good. Whether, whether it's at, um, like you said, Publix or, you know, some law firm or, or whatever corporation you're mm-hmm. in, if, if you are loving it and you feel like that's where God has you stay, like, that's okay. Yeah. Like, that's totally fine. And then with someone who, you know, maybe feels like they do want to go move up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of like what I said. Yeah. That's okay too. If yeah. that's, if that's where you want to be, if that's where you want to be and that's where God wants you to be, just make sure you're lining up with what God wants. Make mm, sure you're totally yeah. following him and trusting that he's going to put you in the right places, you know, make moves based on how you've prepared and how you've told God that you're ready. Yeah. And that's what I would say. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Cause I think sometimes we, we get selfish and jealous of other people. Um, and we think like, Oh, that person moved up. Like, I need to move up too. Well, yeah. like, is God calling you to, to move up? Right. Is God calling you to that other job? Or does that just look as the grass greener on the other side? Yeah. Cause once you get there, it's just as green right. or it's brown. Just brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think for me, especially, I think in this generation of social media and like you brought up the entrepreneurship and so many people on, on Instagram and TikTok have just found ways to like, just make money online or, mm. you know, they don't have to have a regular job. And it's like, right. that looks so Sometimes to me, it just looks so lucrative. And I'm like, well, I don't think God is calling me to do that. Right. At least right now. Yeah. Like, I don't, maybe it could be in the future. I don't know. And like, I just, that's not me. That's them. And so I think too many times we got the, the comparison and the, the FOMO, you know, mm-hmm. we're just the fear. Like, man, they're, they look like they're having a great life. And I'm like, well, they probably worked really hard. They probably do right. work really hard to do that. But on social media, it looks like, Oh, they're going yeah. on this vacation. It's like it's so easy. They're, yeah, yeah, they're doing this. It just came so easy. But we didn't see the the four years before that with no success of them working right. while working another job until it finally worked out. Like we just get to see the the end product yeah, and exactly. think it that's happened showing us. like that. Yeah. Um. So I think, man, Mark, that's so good. Like we got to prepare where we're at. Like if you do want to go do that, okay. Like pray about it, prepare, and if that is it, God will open the opportunity. If it's mm-hmm. not it there probably won't be an opportunity right. and then right, you'll exactly, know like yeah. stay where you're at um so man, that's so good mark we're about to um run out of time about to end this thing so before we do um anything any final thoughts kind of is what we call kind of the last last thing final thoughts for for the listeners i, mean, I think if i could just sum it up i would say be ready and tell god that you're ready mm. and i don't just mean be ready i mean get ready like truly just get yourself ready and say god i'm I'm ready for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that may be staying where you're at. That may be moving to another job. That may be doing more ministry within where you're at, or that mm-hmm. may be full-time ministry, but get yourself to a place where you're truly ready. And if you have a family, get your family to where you mm-hmm. can say, we're ready yeah. for whatever God has, mm-hmm. whatever it looks like. And I guarantee if you get yourself ready, if you say I'm ready mentally and you say, whatever you want to do, God will do something with you. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. God will do something with you. Yeah. That's incredible. And Mark, God has done something with you and he's doing something with you. Um, it's And it's incredible to see everything that you're doing and being able to watch you do the ministry now here. And well, I wish I could be there right. back there and kids every <laughs> Sunday and, and, it's and watch you. I, it is a lot of fun. I've been there 
I think once or twice. Yeah. So I know true. it is fun. <laughs> I might need to make my way back there. You should. A little like once a month Come, or something. You know, we don't do any fight choreography <laughs> back there because that'd be crazy. But it would. We do dance and we do sing and we yeah. do have a lot of fun. So. Yeah. But Mark, you're killing it, man. Thank you so much for, for being on here, giving your wisdom and your, your thoughts. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. For again, sure. it's been an honor. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll have to have you on uh, again soon. Yeah, we'll do it again. Perfect. That's all we got, guys. Peace out.